So hello there listeners, the new ones and the old ones. Hey. But uh we are here with Autumn. Yo yo. So I'm gonna let you introduce yourself, Autumn. Hey, my name is Autumn, aka Lukey Looseleaf, aka Autumn Media. And depending on uh what we doing at the time, you'll get that side of me. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Yeah. So we're here today because we're going to talk about the creations, everything that we've done creatively. And I want to get Autumn's um, visuals as well as the dissect of my work because she has read it. And I'm very appreciative of the feedback I've gotten. So let's get to it. Let's go. So how are you today? Today I'm doing really well. I had a long week and um, I even went to the barber shop today. And, oh, fresh yeah, cut. Fresh let's cut. go. And um, I had like a therapy session. You know how when you go get your hair done or yeah, something. Just a whole little and, breakdown. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Let's so, talk about so it. I, right. You know, I've been feeling feeling really good. And then, mm. you know, all those moments include and add to the experience of that creativity. So. Right. I'm ready to get down to it. So, man, the roots of her. Let's go. The newest uh, addition to the writing section. Man, okay. So, we can't just go straight into the awesome writing without starting at the cover. This is true. <laughs> Let's go. The cover in itself is just so powerful. Um, mm-hmm. It has my favorite colors in it, red, yellow. It has the essence of the natural black woman. And yes. then inside of the fro, it has so many empowering words inside of it. Yes. Like, what what was your, like, creative process? What was your creative thought when you um, said, like, this is what I want the cover to be. This is what I want people to see. Okay, so... It was crazy because it was right after I wrote the first book and I was like, man, I have so much more to say from that because those are old pieces for me. It was a couple new pieces, but it it was old. Right. So I'm like, all right, um, I'm sitting there and I just started thinking about like all the things that I have noticed about myself or that I've become and or things that I struggled with at one point and at the at the time it was like right before I started my locks Mm. like that's when I came up with the visual and I'm like this is how I see like black women this is how I see y'all see y'all empowered I Mm. see y'all strong like no matter you know who you are to me and I may not even know you like that's how I view black women like Mm. in general so when I started writing things, it was just like those were the words came from and then the visual of her. And then uh, I had my sister, Tanisha uh, Barnes. She was helping me out with the structure of it so I could publish it. And she added the Michael with the gold chain mm-hmm. for me. And then the creator of the colors and how it looks, that would be Bettina, Bettina Okafor. So. Okay. Yeah, so those are the people that, you know, they helped me bring that vision into life. Because I was like, this is me, who I am right now in this core. So, yeah, that's where it came from. That is awesome. And then another thing that I really like about it is that it's inside of the hair. Because, you know, our hair is our antenna. It's it's the crown. It's It's the crown. It's the crown, you know, is what connects us to that uh, divine, you know. That spirituality. So, man, to have all those empowering words in there is just like it, it connects us to our source, that yeah. energy that gives us that creativity, that gives us that drive. Right. All right. So now <laughs> we got through the cover. We got through the cover. Now we open up the book. Right? Let's go. And you have a breakdown. Like it, it gives me acts and scenes and, and, and like in a play like you know what i'm saying like, like let's go through it, this. it's, it's, it's like, not it's not just poetry this is poetry and play this is spoken word and action right so like let's let's break it down like right, like like go. what was your thought process in terms of like this is what i'm writing 
And this is how I'm going to break it up. This is how I'm going to categorize it into this elegant process, this elegant flow of um, emotion. Right. The the roots of her, it is chapters. But in those chapters, it was like sub chapters. <laughs> so when I got to the point of breaking it down that's where that came from. Cause it's like in my life, like I've gone through these chapters as a woman and I'm almost at certain chapters. I'm not through all of them. That's actually in the book, but I see myself in this way right now. So I'm writing to her. So with that, within those sections and within, within those chapters, like I wrote about the things that came with that chapter so that's how I broke it down. That's what's up. Because, like, that's what our life is. is like a series of chapters. Right. Let's let's not talk about the library. <laughs> we're, we're going to the library. Because now, now I'm thinking, do we have our own book at the library? I don't think that we do. That... Probably wouldn't go through half of the things if I actually insert. You know what? going to the library today <laughs> and I'm going to go get that book <clears throat> do you want to break because I mean the library isn't inside okay so, so you for those who are listening the library concept um is you could be in a friendship relationship or just anything right and you and your partner the person you're with or intertwined with y'all are going to the library together Y'all may be on the same uh, the same aisle, but not the same book. You may be in the same book, but not on the same chapter or on the same chapter, but internalizing it a little bit differently. So that's the concept of relationships to me. Like y'all have to go to the library. The library is the place where you come to common ground. So that's where our inside joke came from. <laughs> right. And it's just like um, how you breaking down your chapters. It's like this chapter that I'm on. Because you're saying I'm even writing to these chapters that I haven't even experienced right. yet. It's like, wow. Like maybe it we it needs to be a constant yeah. uh, trip to a lot, to you, the library. Got to. <laughs> and, that's, and that's more so. And, and I consider it as something that. I was already doing before we became aware because it is to me like looking in the mirror and like talking to yourself. Like you're talking to the person that you see in front of you and you're accepting her or him or they uh, in regards to just visual. Mm -hmm. Right. And with that, you are trying to find out internally, like, what do I need to fix where have I come from, you know, and what can I do to help my present self? So, yeah. So for people who are struggling with speaking to that future self, because they're like, I don't know what that looks like. This is a struggle for me. Like, well, yeah. I, I I barely can't know understand what's right now. Yeah, right. Understand what's going on in the next five minutes. Like, yeah. what, what can I talk to, to the future me like even one year two years three years from now yeah it's more so like what I've learned throughout my healing process was that you have to like believe the things that you're saying to yourself like we are also the most um I would say taxing person on ourselves we we are so hard on ourselves when it comes to life and I mean what are we trying to be perfect for? Because nobody's perfect. People make mistakes. Things happen. But I just don't understand how just some of the way people think. Like, just the way people think. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just weird. It's, excuse me. It starts with the mindset. Yeah. Like, and that's what I'm hearing from you. It's just like, you have to put your mind to saying like this is what I want and this is what I'm going to go after right. and I'm going to manifest this right. because this is what I'm uh willing to achieve this is what I'm able to achieve. Yeah. Cuz that's I I had to start doing it. And it's just yeah, it's it's the it's a process you have to be okay with knowing that the decisions you make for yourself they are okay. 
and not focus on like people's behaviors. You got to focus on yours. But when you're speaking to future self, it's more so the things that I want to get to, mm-hmm. the things that I know I can get to if I did this. And sometimes we don't change the present self because we're like comfortable in that. One, because it may have always worked for you. Two, you just may not have had anyone to call you out on your stuff, you know, about it. Because everybody has flaws in whatever manner that may be. So I did a, a deep dissect of self. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, I'm okay with knowing that this is me. I'm okay with me. Why did I change this about myself? Why did I change that about myself? Or where did I lose it? Because sometimes you don't change. You just lose certain parts of you, right? Mm -hmm. Like if we were, when we are children, we have this big imagination. We have this, you know, no nonsense. I'm going to say what I want to say because children do it now. Um, I'm not talking about disrespect. I'm talking about like people actually having this mindset. Like it starts as a child. Now, where in there did you lose it? Mm-hmm. Like from childhood up until now. And what were the parts that took it away from you? Mm-hmm. So that's how I went back and started doing stuff. But, you know, what, what about, it's still a day-to-day thing. Yeah. What about the listener <clears throat> that isn't really uh, concerned about their future and is like, well, um, I have this uh, lockdown but uh i'm gonna just leave everything up to fate like i don't i don't have to really work on the future me i'm gonna just let it happen like what would you say to that listener um i've been there too like and not to say that sometimes like that it doesn't happen but it happens in a different way like and when i mean what i mean by that is that you could be like that but if you don't put in the work, like let's say, for instance, I say, man, I want to build this bookshelf from scratch. Well, I buy all the supplies, but then like, I keep putting it off and I keep putting it off. It's like one day because I feel like I can't do it. Right. And then one day I just sit down and I actually start. And then lo and behold, here come people like, hey, I like this bookshelf. I like what you did to it. So it's more so it's a you have to be okay with not knowing. You have to be okay with just starting. You can have faith, but you have to also put in the work for it. Because one thing someone told me, uh actually this was in the Sunday school lesson. Um, it was a quote. It's like, if God can't burden you, then how can he bless you if he can't bother you with a burden? Right. So with that, you know, you just have to be confident in self and like, look at it as, you know, yeah, you may be comfortable right now, but comfort and peace are like two different things. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so true so true and and you kind of touched on this too but what about the listener that has analysis paralysis like the listener that you know um says like it has to be perfect uh before i can start before i can drop it before i can release no it's no such thing as perfect because even it took me It took me so long to like start actually utilizing my creations and it's like it's never going to be perfect because even with me starting, it's still things that I'm perfecting along the way. But if you don't start, you're never going to get it perfect. Why? Because you're being closed off to actually getting out there and starting but she's like, in my mind, I was like, man, nobody's going to like my work. Nobody's going to listen to it. Nobody's going to be able to internalize and get the pictures that I'm drawing for them mentally. And it's like, dang, I don't know. I'm going to just do it. You know, you only get one life. 
you never live forever. Like, you're not going to live forever. You could come back. I don't know if people believe in, like, reincarnation, but, you know, I do too. And But you don't know in what form you're going to come back. So I feel like if people, like, work on themselves, like, it's a hard... It's a hard thing to do. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. That's awesome. So, like, when... Like, that's awesome advice because it's, like, when you actually get started, those fears start to fall off. Yeah. Like, um, you start to gain experience in the same way that you can sit there and learn your favorite song. Yeah. <laughs> and you can hear a little bit of it and yeah. it's like And it's like, okay, I got this. Let you, me take off. <laughs> you know, and it's like, okay, how can you compare a song to learning? But like yeah. you know, it's words. It's yeah. it's patterns. Is you're you're learning something complex right. at the end of the day. Yes, yeah. it's just music, yes, it's catchy, but at the end of the day we can learn, we can adapt, and we can move forward just putting our mindset to um, what we're trying to do yeah. um, and just manifesting and making our lives fulfill, fulfilling from that. Heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what's your favorite piece from that, uh, from that book? The Roots of Her. Um, what is my favorite piece? I can't think of just one particular one because I was excited writing it all the way through. Mm. Um, I would say the truth about you grief would probably be it because even now, like I deal with grief so heavily, like I've never been like good with it since like the first funeral that I ever went to, you know, And so it's really like how it has affected me along the way, even with growing. And then on top of that, you know, grief comes from, you know, relationships, friendships, jobs, and is really writing to all of those things because it was a time where I was jobless. It's a time where I lost at least about five people within the span of a year. It's a time where I was broken about a relationship. And it's times where I am basically, I wouldn't say losing friendships, but they are become like pieces that I don't know anymore. Uh So... With that, you know, that is my dissect of the favorite one for me because I am still dealing with things that are thoroughly explained, like, as in the words. So it's like the crazy part is I didn't realize that that was going to be something that I would go through this year. Mm. I was thinking it was like, you know, I'm going to have like a good year where, you know, nothing happens, in which it has been a great year mm-hmm. uh, for me. You know, I do every year, like a year to myself, um, as far as, like, this year was, like, year of grace for me. Because it's like I choose a birthday theme for, like, the entire year, but it's things that I'm working on improving for myself for that year. Um, so this was my year of grace, but... Me thinking year of grace, I was like, even with me going through this, like, I thought I would get a better. And then I had to think about it. Like, the year of grace was for me. And it was to the parts of me that I am learning about through the ending of friendships, through, like, betrayal, through, like, the growth with who I am now. Right? So, it still was a great year. But I had the truth about you, grief, like, like grief, it, it, it really messed me up this year. Yeah. But excuse me, because I was giving myself grace. All right. We're back with autumn. Uh, let's do segment two. Hey, hey, hey. 
So, like, a lot of people, because, um, like, I was just about to start talking, y'all, because I was like, look, I, I was getting, I was getting, we had to take a mini break. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of people, when you, when they talk about grace, they talk about giving grace to others. Right. But I love how you talked about giving yourself grace. Yeah. And I, I, I want you to touch on that just a little bit more, because a lot of people, are always quick to, um, when they're talking about forgiveness and grace, uh, they tend to want to give it to others right? and not really focus on, on themselves. Mm-hmm. So, like, for me, it's, it's crazy because I realized I had to start giving myself grace because I realized that I was giving others grace that they didn't really deserve it. And... Knowing that, and I'm knowing that, like, and looking at them and still allowing their treatment to me. I can't get mad about how you treat me if I'm not addressing it. I got a quote in there, in in the roots of her about that, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it was me, like, even those little segments, those were, like, parts where I realized or am starting to realize and the part that I'm writing to my future self, like I'm starting to realize and I'm doing the work to change those things so I can feel like a whole again. Mm -hmm. Because going back to how your childhood may have happened for you, like you took away parts of yourself or people took away parts of you So that changed your whole perspective of life. That changed your whole demeanor as self. And you either became like unknowing to self or you knew who you were the whole time, but you minimized it. Or you could just be specifically just that, you know. But for me, I know I wasn't certain things and I wasn't this mean person. I wasn't this closed off person. I've never been like that. And I've always shown my heart to anybody that comes around me. I treat everybody with the dignity and respect that they deserve only if you're giving it to me. But at some point in time, I stopped doing it and I was giving respect to those who didn't deserve it. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, well, if I'm giving them this undying love just because I'm genuine, why can't I do that for myself? Because I used to blame myself about things that I've went through all because of sometimes things that you see on like socials or society, like it it does like get implanted in your brain, right? And it could be, it's unknowing until you start questioning certain things about yourself. And then you're like, hold up, you got to do a check-in. Like, What's going on with me, you know, that I can't do this or be this or feel this way? Why am I feeling guilty about being upset about something that you did to me? But now I'm forgiving you like, but I really I don't have to forgive you or I'm being I'm being the person that addresses you first in order for me to forgive you versus you come to me. When you ready, because I haven't done anything to you. I have not done anything, but being that you don't want to talk to me or you don't want to have a conversation or you just being ill, uh, ill, you know, have uh, Ill ill will against you. And I'm talking about this in regards to like workplaces, relationships, friendships, like it's across the board for real, because you will find yourself drowning, trying to please somebody else. (laughs) you will find yourself drowning trying to please somebody else and I got to the point where look I'm already overboard (laughs) I know how to swim so I have the the tools to help me survive am I gonna use them or am I just gonna you know give up Mm -hmm. and I can't give up on myself like Mm -hmm. you give up on other people but if you give up on yourself, you are like you're killing your biggest cheerleader. And and we're to, we're taught to not give up on others that you you should ride with your day ones mm-hmm. and that like all this time and everything like just stick with them and right. just take all this. But it's just like 
Bro, we we aren't taught to give ourselves that same... No. At, like, not even half of that. Like, because we're always taught to criticize ourselves, beat yeah. ourselves up. Like, it's literally the opposite. It's just across the board things with that, too. It could be whatever. And then some people may not have had that experience, but... Some people weren't never taught it because the people who were raising you or around you, like they didn't really know what it identify as either because it wasn't always okay for people to go to therapy. If you go to therapy, something wrong with you, you know, (laughs) but I advocate for therapy. Mm -hmm. Like I advocate for therapy because just because you and I talk and we have our sessions as far as like, man, this is what happened today or this week or this month for me. Like, we could only give each other advice of, like, on experiences. Mm -hmm. We don't really know, like, what are we doing that we are allowing this to happen? Like, what about us that we haven't noticed that this is our reaction every time? Or this is how I cope with this. This is how I cope with that. Like, how do we really know that? You know, we can only tell each other advice off experiences or different moments or, okay, well, this is, you know, this is what I would do like advice, but we still sometimes, sometimes I'm not saying all the time because we, we not therapists, but (laughs) we do have solutions to things that work, but we also have recurring cycles that I've noticed like even like really within myself. And then when we started doing those changes, because remember this was like, for us, it was like a couple months ago. And like, we both made changes. Like we came back and talked like, man, I ain't addressing this like this no more, Mm -hmm. man. I'm not doing this like this no more, man. Mm -hmm. I'm not giving this, this reaction. Like this is what's going on now. It's like, dang, that's growth. Mm -hmm. Like, dang, we didn't grow. Like, cause we put, the we put the tool to what it was supposed to be to right. and stop like oh, no, I don't need that for this like yes you do yes mm-hmm. you do because it takes that so yeah and I, I love that you were able to just kind of open up and be transparent about that because some people is like Yo, I'm going through so much like I can't create during this process I can't create during this time like so like you're creating during this time what are the things that you were able to do what are those tools that you were able to pull on what what are like just like um like not even just listing them all out but i'm just saying like maybe like your favorite or the one that you pull on uh Um, most often the one that i'm pulling on now is valuing self time like time and I'm not even going to label it as self-time because my self-care time is a little bit different from that. It's more so me focusing on what specifically I see my future as. Like, I've been focused on it. I'll put in some work, but I wasn't putting in the time that I really needed to be putting into it. And I was expecting results. And that's just insane. I don't even know why I was thinking that was going to work. But I was like, well, if I do this or if I do that, like, I'll be really good. And it's like, well, that's not working. Okay, well, let's start giving some direction to what you're doing or what you see Mm -hmm. and start delegating things in order for you to be able to handle all of it. Because I was more so stronghold, like, I don't want to bother nobody. But then we have this whole team that like, we're all, (laughs) we all need to work together. What are we doing? Like, and it's just me being used to putting people before me that, and and that's just, and not not holding holding, people accountable, but holding ourselves accountable. That's why I said it's like, and it's it's like, it's total opposite now because it's like, okay, I'm going to hold you accountable for this. I will give you the instructions. We can work on this together. Like something my mom always says, working together works. (laughs) And if you work against each other, then it's never going to get to where it needs to be. And even for self, like, you know, people have the me, myself and I mentality Mm -hmm. in which I do, too, because I don't think I think about everybody else. Like I think about myself um, after everybody else. So it's like everybody else, everybody else, everybody else, then self. And then it's like me, myself, and I is like, mm-mm, like this ain't working. Because um, I want to do this. I want to do this. No, we shouldn't do this, you know. And so with that, 
it's just it's crazy. I don't know. It's it's just crazy. Yeah. <laughs> this time my mind works majority of the time. So and then it's like when it it just reminds me of how there are people that are in your life that are for you, mm-hmm. and then there's people in your life that are for what you are for. Yeah, and that that doesn't mean that they're for you. Right. It just means that y'all just have a common goal. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's just like, um, when those people fall off, like when those people, it's like, I appreciate the experience that I had with them. Right. But it's just like, um, you, like, I know I had to get to the point where I was like, you know what? I can't feel like I lost this person. I had to just yeah. see it as like, the experience may have expired or right. something like that. Right. Like uh like the time on this has passed. Like like uh like I <laughs> not to think of food or that. Like that. <laughs> but you know right. you have like the good meal and you just, you know, killing that meal. Right. And then it's just like, oh no, it's gone. Like, <laughs> like, like, like oh no, like I was eating that. Like but, you, you be like trying to get that last bite. Best. Like, like I'm gonna save this. I'm gonna save this. Like, but sometimes, like, even with people saying, "This is how I view the whole saying." Like, people are in your life for a season or a reason. Well, mm-hmm. what is it? Season, uh, reason, reason. It's right. Reason, lifetime. So, with that, it's like even though people may come in your life for a season. That does not mean they're going to last that whole season. And it, it's crazy because you have people that come in your life. And you could think of a person right now that then came into your life like during the season. It, it was going great. And then they just disappeared. Yeah. Because like you got to think like you have like re- regular season, right? Then you got yeah. off season. But then everybody's off season ain't the same off season. It's not. Because like if you play like baseball, y'all season's way longer than football season exactly like you know what i'm saying so exactly. it's like you gotta realize what type of season you in exactly so you know is it's it's life life as i have seen it for me just unwind like at the end of last year and the beginning of this year like something that i started doing like a year and a half ago was and I don't know people's beliefs on God. I know I say God a lot. I don't want to offend anyone that's listening, but this is my way of this is how I go through life. I'm very spiritual. Um so that is what I fall under. But I still believe in God. You know, there's a high- All right, we're back for segment 3. We had to take a brief intermission, you know. Things happen. Um but uh, thank you guys for listening this, thus far. But what I was saying, segment two, basically, is things. one thing that I started um, was I started making a list, like an intentional list. And so on this list, it is things that I want to see in growth in myself, things that I want to see in growth of my children, thing I wanna, things I want to see in growth as of all three of us as a whole, and then I write down desires and wants. And the reason I do desires and wants, because, well, want, need is kind of like the same, excuse me, same uh, list for me. So basically like a need list and then a desire list. So, and on there, I put specifically things that are going to help me get there. And then I do this like within like three months, every three months. And I go back and check and see whether or not I've made any progression. Mm. And so I've been doing that for like the past, let's say a year and a half, two years. Can't remember when I started, but like I remember one instance right now and I know that's part of it. So like about two years. Um, And I started doing that because I was trying to hold myself accountable so if within three months I have not changed a need slash want and my my needs and the reason I keep saying need slash want because I know people listen like what for me 
my want is my need. Like, that's what I want for myself, right? And then my desires are things that I feel like I am established enough for, deserve, and will have, right? So that's that's why my list is the way it is. I know people are listening, and I'm not trying to confuse anyone, but now I'm bringing you into how my mind works. Because so y'all backwards. <laughs> if y'all thought, dang, what should it be? It is because, because like it's not like that's that's how my mind has always worked. So I know people listen. Like she keeps saying want and need. Like that's that's really why I say that my want is my need for myself mm-hmm. and. My need for myself is for better growth, better financial stability, better relationships with people, better me so I could be able to do all those things and better mental health. Do you hear me? And then outside of that, there are things that I desire as well. There you go. Because like it, even if those aren't met. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with my it. My needs are met. My I needs want, are and, met. And, and like, I want my needs to be met. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and I take that as, you know, whenever, like even now when my kids be like, you know, I need that. And I was like, do you need it or do you want it? Like. It's a difference because they be saying they need like if they ask for a piece of candy or if they say that they need a uh, they was like I need the toy like you really don't need that toy do you want the toy let me teach you the difference of it because you you need this so when it comes down to like them they get their allowance like they have known and I'm gonna start with the chargers because the chargers for tablets if you're a parent bless you. <laughs> because charger for tablets or phones because you may have an older you know child or children like we do have to buy things for them don't get me wrong it's a it's a lesson within this so for anyone that is trying to pass judgment in any way you know this is just how I run my household so for my kids they are eight and seven right now so for them I started doing this thing where they collect allowance I would allow them to use their allowance to buy something that they wanted. But I also was teaching them you need to buy things that you need as well, especially when I've given you specific instruction. Like, And the reason they started buying their own chargers is because they would intentionally like break them or do extra stuff with them. Um, or just overall, like if they try to keep the tablet on the charger all day, like the chargers will go out depending on where you go to go get them. And don't get me wrong. I assist them in ways, but they know about money now. Right. And they're eight and seven. So with that, Penelope knew that she needed a new charger. She was using her brother's charger and they started like arguing. And I told them, you know, y'all need to figure it out together. So after about 10 minutes, we were getting ready to go to Walmart and Penelope was like, I need to get another charger. Let me get my purse. So it was a moment for me because it was like, you know, it's a need for you in order to solve a solution. So you made it happen. And so that's when taking on want and need Mm -hmm. like that's getting it into alignment right getting into alignment so they will know when you get older yes you could spend money on things that you want Mm -hmm. but you know most importantly you got to spend it on something that you need because when they got to the store either really both of them had to get chargers right and they understood breaking down the money into like okay i got what i needed and I still was able to get something that I want. Right. So let's align, like, let's do both of them. So yeah. it kind of changed their their mindset when it comes to those words. Like, so they'll know right. how to, you know. Because it's like when you, um, when your wants align with your desires, mm-hmm. like, too heavily, yeah. then you start to get, like, Side track. Yeah. Like, you know, start to go on a tangent. Yeah. But if your wants are, you know, aligned with your needs, Mm -hmm. like, you know what I'm saying? You get things done. Yeah. You solve things. Now, I'm sure the the charger wasn't an issue because, like. Right. And and it's kind of, it goes back in with um, pretty much knowing your 
what is it? Like your desire, you got your desires, you got your wants and your needs, but you know how to balance Mm -hmm. being able to do both. Like to where you're not taking a deposit out of yourself for something else. Cause that, that can happen with, with people too. When you align your wants with your like uh, needs more, then you're able to balance it out. Yeah. But like a lot of the things that we desire, we're programmed to yeah, desire. Yeah, we're programmed to desire those things, and it's fine and it's okay. Yeah. But you know, honestly, it happens. It ha- right, it happens <laughs> to all of us. But it's like at some point in time, you have to um know, like. What would that look like in a healthy mindset for you? Like, what about your life has not changed um, in this long? What do you really, 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 truly want for your future? And it is like everybody, the perfection part of life is what's perfect for you. Because nothing's perfect. You could live your life and you could be the person that gets up and go to the gym every day early. You get to work on time. Like... You're able to do this, 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 but something about your life, you know, you you may feel like you need improvement on, but other people look at it and see it as perfection, you know, because pe- we, we build our, you know, mindset around perfection because of what we see on socials and like, and I, I take this with like celebrities because people always try to hold them like we're all, we all need to be held accountable, right? But they view them as perfect. And I'm talking about, who, like, whoever, you know, go with the whole, like, oh, they, they, they could do no wrong, you know, but... And so they run out of money. Right. And then it's like, but you already know this person is human, right? Like, nobody's perfect unless you build a, a robot. Like, that could be perfect. You could throw some skin on it, you know, whatever you want to do to make it, <laughs> make it a human. <laughs> but... Like, for real, nobody's perfect. But accountability is kind of like what we unintentionally align perfection with. Mm-hmm. Accountability. <laughs> and that's something. And, and not everybody likes to be held accountable. Mm-hmm. And even though sometimes people will hold themselves accountable, but still continue to do the same things. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's Let's like... Back to those karmic cycles. Right. it's like... You know what to do. You know what you're supposed to do, but you keep falling into the same traps. You see the red flags. I know. I was sure I saw the red flags. Yeah. But I still kept going down those same alleys, kept going down those same paths. Right. Kept going down those same highways and byways. Yeah. And I landed exactly where it was going to lead me. Yeah. Back to the same place. Exactly. So, Yeah. When it comes down to, to life, that's that's my approach. That's how I write. Because even when I write my um my words, like my poems, like I like analogies. <laughs> and I like to paint a picture. I like to be able to say things and you envision or visual well, visualize, you know, specifically where I'm trying to go. And then if not, I know how to break it down to where you see all of it. Because it's like talking to two people or having a conversation with two friends. It's like, and both of them are having a disagreement. I'm able to listen and dissect both sides because it's not always the same thing. Or just the approaches of things or the way people think about things. Like, I'm, for some reason, like, in my mind, I listen to both sides. And I come up with solutions. Even when I come up with plans and things about stuff, Mm. I have, like three or four different ways that I view this before approaching it. And I've always been like that, especially like with planning. I'll plan something. I plan A, B, and C. Because, I mean, A may not always work. B may not always be the actual plan B. And then it's like, okay, let's go see what C talking about, you know, <laughs> and let's, let's, let's get with this. And the reason I plan like that is because not one, I don't have fear of failure because I have failed many times in life up until now. And I'm 32 and I'm pretty sure I will fail some more, 
but Fail I'm fasting. Right. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm fine with that. Learn those lessons. But At first you don't succeed. Try find try out, again. Find out why. <laughs> exactly. Find out why. You know, why did I not succeed at this? Okay, let's take a different approach. So with that, that's why I make so many plans like about certain things and I approach it at different angles. And you know, it's never cool to like be a part of a situation and take sides about things. So I've never been the the approach of that. And some people may not like it, you know, or whatever. Be like, well, I feel like you need to do away with this. No, you need to be able to have an open mind to things because everybody's going through something. Everybody I know is going through something, whether small, big, medium, in between, pint size, whatever size you want to go through and talk about it. It may not be, you know, it may not matter to you, but it may be something that's very detrimental to them. Right. So you never know what people are going through. You have to approach people in that manner and hear people out. That's why I'm able to, you know, hear sides of things. And that's why I'm able to create. And if I tell you, like you reading it, you may read it and it's something different for you. But then when I tell you the backstory to it, or if I read it in a different tone or a different persona, like you're able to depict different things out of it. So that's how I feel like I write and how I take things as I write and just me reading my own work. But and then I've had a couple of people say that, that, you know, that's what they got from it. Like I was able to use this in more than one way. So, yeah, that's that's where. <laughs> So if the mind you, of Michael, yeah. If you uh wanted to um like or what what's the message that you would like to get out to the reader through the roots of her? Like um what what are you like collectively saying to the reader listening? Um in the roots of her collectively what I was trying to like paint a picture for was so if you have the book or you read the book or have read the book reading or have read you know either of those or, or if you are about to go get it you know um i would say look at it as you know how sometimes like for me i wake up in the morning time and i set my energy for today like more so in i set up and say like hey this is how I want today to go like no matter I could wake up and be in a bad mood or I could have been having a great day and I find out something about that day that I needed to change or whether it's like removing someone or whether it's like whatever the case may be right let me get to the point so (laughs) it's me telling myself it's okay in a quote And then walking through that door and having that approach towards those situations. And then even it's chapters in there that you may not have gotten to just now, or you may have already passed and you need to go back and reflect in order to help the present self, or you need to talk to the future self or the person that you feel like you're walking into. So that's the visual that I I painted for me. It started out as things that I began to notice at a certain point in my life and the chapters that I went through with those, with knowing those things and learning those lessons. And then it's like, okay, where I'm getting to is a place of what I've been needing, what I've been desiring. Like, it's happening for me and this is how I view it as becoming and then future self like you're going to get there so you'll be able to come back and reevaluate for your current self Mm. so that's how I wrote it and that's how I structured it so I'm hoping that the reader is able to grab some things because in my first book um in live freely like it was more so I was writing to a self and part of me that needed work. And so that's why it's live freely, laugh often, love always, but live truthfully. Mm-hmm. And it's like the but live truthfully, I had just began. Mm-hmm. 
in the year that I released it. And that was because like I was so stronghold on I was holding myself accountable for other people versus holding myself accountable for me. And so the roots of her, like, this is really what we getting jiggy with and been going with this whole time. Like, and we're not letting up. So I'm just letting you know, this is me and my roots. They can't be undone. Like, it's over with. This is me. Take it or don't. So, yeah. And, like, I love the fact that the root chakra, you know what I'm saying, is red. It, it screams red. It just it just bold. It screams unapologetic. Yeah. Like, I just love it. And um, it's it's a great journey. Yeah. Um, I can't wait for uh, people to enjoy it or enjoy it again. Yeah. And, um, like, I just have <laughs> one last thing. Okay. Because every time I walk in here... I see <laughs> this quote. <laughs> okay. I want need you to read that for me. All right. So your goals are just safety checkpoints in the blueprint created only for you. So yeah. Uh I will break it down. I, I was gonna say, say I was gonna say that, that so it, it, basically I think it says author. It, yeah, author Michael. Oh, that okay, is okay, that okay. is my quote. Okay, okay. Um, okay. and and the reason, and like I wrote this, this quote has been it's been up since the first book got released. Like, um, the reason why I came up with the quote is because like your goals, like you already have a a, a pathway and a plan. You already have a, a blueprint that's created just for you in your life. We don't know how we're going to get through it. We don't even know what it's going to look like as it unfolds, but your goals need to be aligned with that blueprint. How do we know that this is going to happen for us? So I started believing that, okay, I know what my passion is. I know what I'm meant to be doing. How can I create myself to align with my blueprint Mm -hmm. so i started making goals that'll help me get to what i see my final you know layout as this blueprint i'm seeing it unfold in front of me because as i do these things that align me with what i'm passionate about i'm starting to see a little bit clearer i'm i'm seeing the, the pathway a little bit clearer and the pathway is great for me because I'm growing internally, externally, and just overall. So I started making safety checkpoints, which are my goals, aligning with what I see in front of me. I love that. Yeah. And I don't, you know, we don't know what the future holds for anything. You really don't. Mm-hmm. But you also know what your needs are in order for you to be able to get to where you want to be. Mm-hmm. And then you know what your desires are when you get there. Right. Because a lot of people are so stuck in the past because, like, our thoughts, like, over <clears throat> over 85% of our thoughts is what we thought about the previous day before. Yeah. So we're already conditioned to live in the past yeah so if we're continuing to think of the same things that destroy us of course we're going to create a foreseeable future right but if we break those patterns if we come out of those karmic cycles and we do something differently yeah then that's when change starts that's when we can start manifesting and creating our future that we want to fulfill and not just the future that was Hand it to us. Exactly. Like, oh, I handed <laughs> you this. this I, like, <laughs> I like, I have to, I have to do this. And it's like, no, you, you really don't. Like, I realized I was doing a lot of things for other people and I was not satisfied with it. And I was just crazy as a Betsy bug, as people would say. Uh, yes, that was very country, but hey, whatever. But, you know. I'm like, what's a Betsy <laughs> it's, it's a saying, like, but... It's just like right now, you know, you are in a a moment in life where you cannot allow no one else to be the 
stronghold point in your decisions for self like Mm -hmm. you have to control that and until you control that and you take accountability for self and how you're loving on self or holding self to this respect level like you gotta respect yourself Mm -hmm. you have to take care of yourself Mm -hmm. and you have to be okay with knowing that sometimes taking care of yourself setting boundaries and doing the things that you need to do to make you happy it's gonna it's gonna i'm gonna say excuse those that are listening piss a couple people off you know Mm -hmm. and that's fine because they ain't worried about pissing you off Mm -mm. and something i learned in my therapy session is that holding yourself accountable for having your boundaries it's going to make a lot of people unhappy because it's a lot of people that benefited off the unhealed version of you. And once you realize that, you'll realize a lot of other things within that. And this goes like across the board. Like you have to start holding yourself and viewing yourself as being the most valuable thing there is Mm -hmm. and start treating it as that. Sometimes we treat objects and materialistic stuff better than we treat ourselves. Mm -hmm. And it's not even just as a trick to like trick your mind or whatever. Right. That's That's really what it is. Like like for real though. Like, and, and, and this is, this is my journey. This is my journey. I'm being very real with you guys right now. Like this really has been my journey. And you know, it's a lot of things I don't just talk about, you know, but I did the work and I'm doing the work because I'm not done. Mm-hmm. And even with healing it's levels and chapters to healing different segments for it. I promise you it is because even though I had healed or so-called healed for certain things, like I also realized like, nah, you got some more work to do. Cause you can heal in a certain area of it. Yeah. But still be, like still like okay, my my dad said something to me earlier. Like he had uh he he um had you know surgery before, and when you have surgery, like the outside skin mm-hmm. heals uh faster than the tissues and stuff underneath. Right. So they say even though you have healed from this part, yeah. Still take it easy. Still right, you got careful. a long road you know ahead saying? of you. Right. you still got like you got two weeks of healing for this process, but there's another process of healing that's going to take about eight weeks. Exactly. That's underneath of exactly, that. exactly. So that's that's why another reason I say like to people like me and you, we may be on the same path, but I'm on a different street as you right now, or. I'm coming up on the same street as you, or I I just came off that lane, you know, whatever it may be. Like you have to, I know people don't like the thing, meet people where they are, but sometimes you, you really have to, because you have to understand just because y'all have like experiences does not mean that y'all got the same, um, you know, information from it mm-hmm. or the same growth from it the or the same experience. Right. So you have to meet people where they are, understand them at their core and then take the approach from there. And it, and if you don't, then is you're going to always bump heads. So communication mm-hmm. is the, the biggest part with because this. this event. Right. And this experience. Right. Has only we approach it to from two different perspectives right and it's like this is a part of my experience but right. this isn't my only experience exactly. so i have other stuff behind me right or, <laughs> exactly <laughs> that yeah. is taking account and we're thinking that no no we're looking at the same situation like it's the same like no i'm not because <laughs> just because this happened and this is all you seen well this happened and i got triggered is like okay one person could be triggered and one person could have had that experience and no triggers, but they know how to approach it. So they're approaching them like, why don't you see it my way? And it's like, I can't because I was triggered and 
I'm not sure what triggered me. So I'm trying to talk through it. And you're like, no, I'm already past this. Like, no, sit down and talk. Sit down and go through the segments. Listen to people. Mm-hmm. You need to really un what take off the layers of it. Because sometimes it's layers for people. And then sometimes people just want to have, you know, you can't force someone to think or uh, be the way that you are. Mm-hmm. And no, you could have likes. Like y'all could be alike in a lot of ways, but you have to honestly understand that person at their core. Yeah, it's like, um, it's like uh, liking someone in the same industry. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Just because y'all in the same, like, let's just take the music industry, for instance, because a lot of people are familiar with the music industry. Right. Like, just because you're a sound engineer, like, they don't have anything to do with a vocal artist. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. They have two different functions. So y'all might be, uh, like, this. think about the industry being interests. Right. Y'all might have similar interests, but y'all may not like the same things. Right. different layers of everything it's different layers of everything like you you may like to be around art but like for you your art is visual for them their art is music or audio audio, like audio right so it's just like that's that could happen (laughs) you know so how do we combine the two that's that's where you go to because there are different layers like a sound engineer knows the different notes like the vocal artists they know the different notes but the way that they approach things the way that they do totally different different. yeah a sound engineer is going to use uh like technology right the vocal artist utilizes their voice as an instrument right or they might use other instruments but the same knowledge, the same background that they received was utilized for different things. Yep, exactly. So, yeah. And that goes down to how people were raised in the life experiences up until the point that they got to you. What was that? And how did they, you know, overcome things? Have they overcome things? You know, all of that. So, yeah, it, it it's 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 crazy. Y'all may think that I'm sounding crazy, but... I'm so serious. This is how my mind works with coming to terms with like a lot of things. And I used to think that like something's wrong with me for being different in my mind approach for things. And most people like, well, you doing this just for attention. Like, no, that's really how I think. Like, I'm dead serious. This is how I think. And I don't know why you don't think this way. (laughs) But hey, you know, I I value everybody. I have some very unique and great people in my life. If you are a part of everything, I appreciate you wholeheartedly. (laughs) Um, And, you know, it's it's been a it's been a great journey It's continuing to be a great journey. And I'm appreciating every part of it. And I don't know. I just see myself as happier. It's been a while since I felt the way that I feel now. So. I'm happy about my mental, for real, for real. Like, that that has been a journey. That's awesome. Because, like, we both, like, like when you were talking about how you think earlier, I like, I just was like, I wanted to break it down. Because it's like, we are so similar. In yeah. Thought. And, like, um, we go through similar things at the same time. At the time. same time. <laughs> so, it's just like, as you're emerging from this uh, situation, you're in a better mental space. Like, I find myself getting to that same space, too. And right. it's just like, I love that for you. Yeah, I love I that for that. us. And I just, like, really appreciate you being there for me uh, and um, just everything that you've done. Uh, throughout everything, you already know what it is. It's hey, <laughs> love, cause that is Autumn, and man, I appreciate you, Autumn, for real, for real. She is, she is one of a kind. She is talented across the board. Do you hear me? You. I don't know too many people <laughs> that can create, um, create a comic book, be a <laughs> singer. She can. She's very great with digital, like. Where it's writing, when I say everything across the board, like you're talented. I appreciate it. So, if y'all are listening in, please drop some knowledge. Let us know what you're thinking of this episode. These segments is three of them. Hope you got through all three of them, <laughs> and uh, check out Autumn's work for sure. Check out her work. 
and definitely you want to tell them where they can find you at yes yes you can find me at the instagram say no i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) okay um everything all the media a-u-t-u-m-e-d-i-a you can also go to our website automedia.com again that is a-u-t-u-m-e-d-i-a and i did not say an n because a lot of people put an n in there right don't put the n in there a-u-t-u-m-e-d-i-a.com right because <laughs> hey if anybody's like me my mind worked even after she spelled it for me i still put an n in yep, there do yep. not do it <laughs> do not do it <laughs> we were trying to figure out for like 30 minutes what i had did wrong but and then I was like, oh, it's just automatically. Yeah, everyone you does You see yeah. what you hear. So whatever. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so definitely go check that out. And we appreciate you guys for listening. Thank Have you. a great one. And remember, guys, live truthfully always. You heard? Always. Have a good one.